0: Start off with the, uh, the definition of compound interest. It is the addition of interest to the pr- principal sum of a loan. Now, watch this of a loan or a deposit. Somebody write in the comment section deposit, or in other words, in interest or, su- or, or in interest. It is a result of reinvesting that interest reinvesting that interest rather than paying it out, all right? So we're going to move on this tonight. got to open up your ears wide. Again, Brother Michael is not a financier. Hallelujah. So when I was getting this, I had to do a lot of homework. I had to do a lot of reading, all right? All right. So I want to begin here in, in, in preparation for this release to tell you as God's saints, we are now operating to function in a decade of supernatural manifestations of God. The fulfillment of God's prophetic words spoken in 2019 of accelerated development, operating for kingdom purpose at accelerated levels are now in its process. You are now in a position to go ahead and advance or to accelerate in kingdom purpose in the earth. So. What preceded this development was initiated by the Father Himself as He sent instructions to the life of every believer to remain in a perpetual, a continual place of intimacy through prayer and fasting. For those of you that might be questioning this, again, go to EncounterGenesis.com and revisit the titles that we have in there. This was God's, re- this was God's response to this. Those who remain steadfast with this directive are experiencing this divine acceleration, inspiring them to pray more. Anybody? To fast more. Somebody? To have more sessions of intimacy with the Father and passion that is revealed in the life of Jesus. Come on, Saints, we're there. Come on, we are there. So here's the question. What does compound interest have to do in the life of the believer? Well, we've got a word for you tonight. It is the divine investment in the life of someone who becomes a son and daughter. That's you. A son and daughter of God. To launch them into kingdom activity resulting in kingdom productivity. Are you ready for that? kingdom activity and resulting in kingdom productivity. Or productivity, excuse me. Banana, banana, tomato, tomato, whatever. It is the investment of God Himself into the life of a believer when their spirit comes alive by the Holy Ghost inspiring them to experience kingdom results from their investment Now hear what God is saying here tonight. Every one of you that is watching this stream, somewhere, somehow, some way, you have invested what God has invested into your life, into somebody else's life. And you're going to see the result of that investment come back compounded, multiplied. (laughs) Hallelujah. It becomes His investment with His expectancy of a return compounded daily in those in whom He have has chosen. And so, we've got a sure word for you tonight. We've got a prophetic word, a written word that has become a, a rhema word, a living word. All right? John fifteen sixteen. Jesus said, You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you, so that you might go and bear fruit. What kind of fruit? Fruit that will last. And so, whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give unto you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I say, Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Listen, the understanding of compound interest in the life of a believer is relative in comparison. It parallels the functions of kingdom investment into the earth and in God's beloved that proceeds from the throne room of God, which is the kingdom of God. God implemented this from the very beginning. Stay with us. God's intention from the beginning was that whatever he invested into... Would come back to Him. Compounded with an accelerated rate of interest. Is somebody getting this? Woo! Hallelujah! Hallelujah. In Genesis chapter 1 and chapter 2. God begins to invest in what He created. And the Bible says that everything that He created. He saw as being good. Very good. And as a result, He continued to invest in them. Listen. I'm gonna get. I'm. I'm gonna go to a latter part of this message and tell you right now that God has invested Himself in you, and He's expecting that what He invested in you will be given back to Him in compound interest. In other words, in in what He gave you, it would come back to Him greater than when He first invested it into your life. <laughs> come on, somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. As a result, he continued to invest in those things, right? The, the firmament, which is the heavens, he invested in. The waters, he put on dry land, and the dry lands became moist and wet. And those lands, uh, uh, yeah, those lands, lands, excuse me, and, and the herb yielding seeds, all investing, all in investment. Two great lights he invested, and from the waters great moving creatures, fowls, and every creepy thing. Yes, even Adam and Eve, God invested himself into their lives. All investments made by God with the result of compound interest. That was his plan, that was part of his objectivity, that's what he purposed. And so again, we're going to encourage you, do a study on, on simple interest and compound interest, and this message will make uh, more sense. And with the com- concept of compound interest, the results, the evidence of perpetual growth takes place. It's the, it's the law of, of multiplication. Come on, somebody. Yes. This concept of investment can have an A purpose in every area of of ministry and in the the life of every believer, our personal lives. Listen, you, you take the time. You take the time to invest. You put aside time to read the Word of God. You're investing time into that. And the more you invest time into reading the Word of God... Studying the world and then studying the Word of God. Sifting, doing the cross reference, getting time alone with God. Even in your area of prayer, there's an investment into your life that comes. And as a result, you're going to receive, uh, you become the recipient of what you've invested in. And it's going to come back greater, <laughs> compounded with greater and greater when, than when you first invested into that. It happens in every area of our lives. Physically, we invest, we put food into our bodies, we are investing investing food into our bodies, eating and digesting, and the result, if we eat good food, not junk food, but if we eat good food, amen, that investment will come back compounded with interest. You become healthier, you become stronger, more vital. Amen? amen? See what we're going with, Zenib, see what we're going with. Listen to what God is saying here. The words you speak are an investment, saints. The actions you take are an investment. The things that you do for the kingdom of God is an investment. And it's going to come back to you in compound interest. So let, let's, let's see how God implements this. From the beginning of time as we know it, God has always existed. He is the uncreated one. He's always existed. Amen? Amen. From the beginning of time, as we know it, until now, the believer is witness to the results of compound interest, producing God's kingdom in the earth and in the lives of His beloved. I'm going to ask you, as you're watching here, those of you who are in the sanctuary, go to open your Bibles to Matthew chapter six. Now, I'm going to ask you to stay with this because this was so relative. When the Spirit of God put this in, in, into my my spirit, man, to draw me to this, or drew the drew me to this and we're gonna stay here for just a little bit and then we're gonna go into the greater things that God is speaking about but when God put this in my spirit I went my God truly truly our God the one who created you and I he's amazing he's awesome he's powerful he's so so loving That God would put into effect a spiritual law that would have an effect upon our lives where we would not lose out in eternal salvation. Yeah, somebody give me a thumbs up. Matthew chapter 6. And we know that it's been stated that this is the model prayer, and this model prayer is based on forgiveness. Now you have got to—I learned something from Prophet Andrew on on, on on studying. Now you got to you got to understand. You got to read the scriptures and see how it applies, not just to that chapter, but the chapter pre- prior to that, and how it follows the chapter after that. So so watch this, in Matthew chapter six verse nine, this then is how you should pray. It's Jesus' explanation to the disciples on how they should pray and why they should pray in this manner because in this manner of prayer he teaches us how to forgive and he gives a perfect example that how uh, how many times we are to pray for those who pray against us or those who come against us how many times seven times seven seven times seventy watch this this then is how you should pray Jesus is our father he includes Himself as His Heavenly Father, as being our Father and His Father in heaven. Hallowed be Your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive our debts, our transgressions, as we have also forgiven those who transgress against us. Saints, watch this. This is the result of compounded interest return. The investment into the act of forgiving is returned, oh somebody, is returned to the believer. The compound interest in forgiveness. Matthew 18, 21. Then Peter came to Jesus and asked Him, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister who has sinned against me? Up to seven times? Here we go. Let me go back to Matthew six thirteen. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, watch this. Oh, my God, my God, my God. Oh, hallelujah. Your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Oh, let that resonate in your spirit big time because how many times a day do we sin? Woo! How many times? And the Bible says that every time we go to the Father and ask Him to forgive us, He forgives us. This is His compound interest put into our life. The area, the ability to forgive others as He has forgiven us. No matter how many times. Come on. (laughs) No matter how many times those sin against us. And we sin against God. Amen? Amen? Hallelujah. The parable of the unmerciful servant. In oh my gosh. Um, and, oh, you're going to have to do a little homework. I forgot to put that in here. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, no. It's in, yeah, there you go. Praise the Lord. Uh, Matthew eighteen twenty-one through 22. Then Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister who has sinned against me? Up to seven times. Amen. Oh, I doubled up here. Hallelujah. All right. Forgive them up to seven times. Jesus says, I do not say to you up to seven times, but up to 70 times seven. Do some multiplication. That's in a day. And then Jesus goes on to tell us in John chapter 6, verse 14. For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Saints. Saints. Every sin of omission, every sin of commission, the sins that you're aware of, the sins you're not aware of, the sins that have come against you as a result of other people, God has invested. There's a compound interest and as a result of compound interest in what God has invested into our lives on how we are able to and how he provides us the ability to forgive others as he has forgiven us. Amen. This is compound interest, saints. This is, oh my God, this is so, this is so powerful today. Hallelujah, my God, my God, my God, hallelujah. I want to do something right now. For those of you who have been in this place where the has come against your mind and this idea where uh, the sin or the transgression and the things that take place and, the thing, and that, that you're aware and the enemy has been bombarding your mind saying God is not forgiving you, I want to release something here tonight. Come on, those of you that watch we're going to release into the stream right now. Those of you who have been uh, subject to guilt and condemnation as a result of some of the activities you've done that are contrary to the word of God, some of the things that you've spoken out of your mouth are contrary to the word of God. even the offenses that have come to you by other people and that, that, that concept of unforgiveness is, 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 is sound residence in your spirit man right now, excuse me, in your soul right now. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Come on somebody. In the name. Oh hallelujah. In the name that is above every name. The name of Jesus Christ. The son of the living God. We attest to the fact of compound interest of the word of the living God. That because we go to God in those times when things are not right. And we ask God to forgive us. He forgives us. saints When you go to him. And you ask him. You repent, and you ask him to forgive you. No, it is written that it is forgiven. There is no guilt. There is no condemnation that should be riding in your mind. As simple as that. When you ask the Father of Glory to forgive you, He will forgive you. That is what He invested into our lives. His ability to forgive others, as He has forgiven us. Amen. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask that this word go forth and penetrate into the soul, the mind, the will, and the emotions of those that are watching. To anyone who's been subject to the tyranny of the enemy, to bring guilt and condemnation, in the name of Jesus, I command you right now, let it go. Renounce it right now, let it go, and let Holy Spirit fill you with His abundance, that, that agape, His compassion, His love towards you, for it is written... In Romans chapter 8, for therefore, now, now, present tense, now, therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. And as you're walking after the Spirit, there's no place, come on, there's no place for guilt and condemnation to find residence in your soul in Jesus' mighty name. All right, let's step into this. So the Bible shows us how God becomes our example of how this concept works. In 1 Samuel 16, the Bible says that Samuel anointed David. Amen? And when David anointed, I'm sorry, when Samuel anointed David, it says that the Spirit of the Lord came upon David and he kills Goliath. You all know the story. But let's go back a little bit. Before David was anointed by Goliath, Samuel and Samuel poured that oil upon David's head look what happens when uh, by God when David is in the fields and he's watching over the flock of sheep amen the Bible says that as he's shepherding over the sheep a lion two different two different distinctions there or different times a lion came and a bear came to take away Uh, one of the sheep or some of the sheep. But the Bible says that even as David was in the field no man it was David alone Arabuka David alone Jinga not another man there. And the Bible says that the spirit of God came upon David. This was the first installment (laughs) the first investment of the anointing upon David. And the Bible says that anointing was so powerful that his strength, God gave him strength to kill a lion and a bear without any weapons. Read it. It says that with his bare hands, he pulled, I know it's kind of gross, but he pulled the limbs and tore those, those animals apart. This was God's first investment into the life of David that would become compound interest that would put him before a giant Goliath that in that one moment, oh my God, somebody, in that one moment, that compound interest would manifest in the life of David that he would take down Goliath. Amen? Amen. And The Bible says that David never told of this encounter to his father. He told nobody. This was between God and David himself. Woo! Woo! Hallelujah! And the Bible and, and the explanation here is as as a result of his first installment in the, an impartation of the Spirit of God. Somebody get this in your spirit! Oh my God, uh, the impartation of the Holy Ghost. Yes. Woo! The Holy Spirit. The reader is witness to the compound interest of supernatural strength and accuracy. To take down the giant Goliath. Now, I've got my own interpretation of this and what takes place. Not only was the anointing of God upon David. Come on, the spirit, <laughs> the spirit of God was upon David. Huh? huh? And and what did David have? What was his tool? What is, was his weapon of warfare? A stone. I believe that the Lord, oh my God, put an anointing upon that stone, on that weapon. So when that stone was hurtled from David's sling, the anointing upon that stone was so powerful, it, bra- it brought an accuracy woo, to pinpoint <laughs> in the forehead of Goliath, and target that giant, hitting him straight between the eyes, that the impact, the anointing upon Uh, That stone released from David's sling was so powerful, so full of strength and power that it dead centered in accuracy, hit him between the eyes and it brought him down, knocked him out. Maybe, I don't know if it doesn't say that it killed him. We know that in the end David ran over, grabbed the sword out of Goliath's sheet there and took off his head. We know that. But there's something, listen, there's something That happens when God invests himself in the life of a believer. Can we get a witness? Come on, can we get a witness? You know, I was was doing this and came to mind that commercial on TV. uh, What is it? Capital One. um, What's in your wallet? Amen. What's in your wallet? Don't leave home without it. Amen. We don't, leave our, <laughs> we don't leave our home without the anointing of God in our hand. Amen. All right, just some humor there. I hope to give some, some funny faces there. All right, let's go. We're going on this. I'm so excited. My heart is pounding. Woo! This is good. This is good. With Moses, God's investment spoken into the life uh, delivers God's people out of the bondage from Egypt and its environment and leads the children out of captivity. Come on, listen. Look what God invested in the life of Moses. And in the the end, look at the compound interest that took place. Consider the return of what God invested into the life of Moses. And look at the results of that return. Compound interest. The people that were in bondage to Egypt for 400 years are now leaving Egypt. Oh, somebody slap me. Hallelujah. Now leaving Egypt... With all the wealth, oh, all the wealth that was acquired in Egypt. That is compound interest in its, uh, in its excellency. Amen? Amen? The father's word spoken in the life of his son Jesus in the river Jordan. His investment resulted in compound interest. Is somebody, I need to know that somebody's getting this, please. Hallelujah. After his encounter in the river, Jesus taken into the wilderness and he comes face to face with Satan. Come on, the impartation. Oh my God. This is my son. Come on, saints. This is my son in whom I am well pleased. The Father of glory speaks from his throne room of glory into the atmosphere. It passes through the corridors of time, finds itself hovering over the life of his son. That word was the father's investment into the life of his son so that when he was sent into the wilderness and he came face to face with Satan himself, that that investment, that compound interest produced itself that in the conflict, in the debate, in the argument, in the wilderness between Jesus and Satan, Satan did not prevail. Come on, Satan did not prevail. Amen? Hallelujah. After his encounter... Yeah. <clears throat> and you all know the, the incident with the investment in the life of Jesus. An acceleration... Watch this. I, I, I've skipped a couple of paragraphs here. I'm getting too excited. i got to back up. Alright. An acceleration of compound interest is manifested in Jesus and he defeats Satan against the temptations. And the Bible says... Jesus returned. Here's the compound interest. He returned to Galilee in the power of the Holy Spirit. And he begins his ministry. Teaching in the synagogues being glorified. Come on saints. That is compound interest. What God the Father invested in the life of his son. In that short period of time. Look at the acceleration. The multiplication in a short period of time. God can do it. And got to, I'm going to ask you to take your minds off on how compound interest works in the banking institutes of our day. It, it's the same concept, but in God's provision, he's able to cause a multiplication or bring about a compound interest in the life of the believer. Now, I'm going to, I'm going to shift here just a little bit. We're going to get a little bit deep. So, what we're doing right now, I had a conversation with Prophetess Yvonne, and my wife is very well educated, and she has a, a great way of elaborating on these things. And, and, uh, so, I'm going to give you the reader's digest for, or my interpretation on this. Okay. So, what she was explaining is that what we do now, we do on the earth, all right? And so, it, we're investing into those things of this earth. And so, progressively, we'll see the, the compound interest as we proceed, we mature, and we get older. But what are we investing in? When God asks us to do something and we invest in what He's asking to do, we're going to see the results of that. Oftentimes we get an idea and we invest into it and we don't see the results of it. We don't get the interest paid back to us because it's not always the will of God. But in this concept, what we're talking about, what you're investing into the king, what he's invested into you first and what you now reinvest into his kingdom, into, uh, into the life of his people. We're going to see over the results, over the, the time here of the interest that has been compounded. Amen? Do, do a homework on compound interest and simple interest. So what we're experiencing right now is a simple interest, but in the end we're going to see everything we've compounded over our life in ministry, which takes us into the next step of eternity, because all that we've done on the earth will be compounded, and when we step into eternity, we're going to see how great that compound interest had an effect upon our lives and what God prepares for eternity. Does that make sense? Hallelujah. 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 All right. Here's another example. From a verbal exchange and... My God, I feel the Holy Ghost. Woo! From a verbal exchange, an investment is made in the life of God's handmaiden, Mary. Jesus' mother. Come on, saints. You know where we're going... You know where God's taking us tonight? Because in the end, you're going to see what God has invested into your life and what He's expecting a return... Uh, in that investment in you. Hallelujah. Come on. A word spoken, invested into her life, into her physical body. Oh, I'm, I'm beginning to spit here. Into her physical body that would produce a son. Come on, what an investment. That would produce a son who would become what? The savior of the world? Come on, baby. Come on. Her advantage. This was to her advantage. Let this get in you. This was to her advantage. What God spoke into her, what he invested into her, she comes back with this response. Her words reinvested back into the kingdom of God by saying, let it be unto me according to thy word. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, somebody just got hit. God's investment to her resulted in compound interest resulting in salvation for humanity. Come on, what a return, saints. What a return. So let me ask you this. I'm going to get a little, little saucy here. When was the last time God spoke And invested a sure word to you, and your response was, "Let it be unto me, <laughs> according to your word." Yeah. Come on, Hallelujah. just saying. I'm just saying. All right, all, all right. Are, are you ready? Let's move on this. So let's let's bring this into a landing, in for in for a landing. All right. This message is short tonight, but it's powerful. We're going to be finishing up here in just a few minutes. And again, if you're watching, keep hitting that share button. And you're going to be able to revisit this. I, I'm so, I, I'm so, um, I'm, I'm so blessed by this word. I, I'm so filled with this word right now. That when we finished this up, I thought, okay, now what, where? Where, what else can I do? What else can I invest Into the kingdom of God. That I would see a compound interest of return. And the Lord said. Just go and release this word. And you'll see the effects of that. Amen. So I'm ready to move on this. All right. So let's bring this in for a landing. Joel 28. And you know. I I, I hear this often. When. The suggestion of using the scripture. To be used. uh, people, People respond. Oh. That. It's been used. Uh, they, they use that over and over and over again and, and time again and, and it's getting worn out. Not to me. The word of God, no matter how many times I hear it, doesn't get worn out. It re- it inspires me. It's a reinvestment into my spirit man. It's a reinvestment into my soul. Joel says in Joel 28, this is so powerful. God, and uh, in, 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 throughout the scriptures, we see how God spoke through the mouths of all of his prophets. Men and women in their times and everything he spoke in their lives was an investment. And then as they released that, they re- reinvested back into the atmosphere uh, for kingdom purpose. We see the evidence of those things coming to pass. Come on, we see the reinvestment back in the lives of God's people. Joel 28, two, oh my God. Joel 2:28 <clears throat> And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters they shall what prophesy. Your old men shall what? Dream dreams. And your young men shall see visions. In addition, in addition to all that, on the serpents and on the handmaids in those days, I will pour out my spirit. So God speaks to the mouth of his servant, has him prophesy, declare a word, what he invested in the life of his servant, now the servant is investing it into the atmosphere. It's being released. The Spirit of God, Holy Ghost, gets on there with His creative power, and it begins to set something up. What are you talking about, Brother Michael? He sets something up by a word that was invested. Oh my God! Rabaka, an installment, an investment. What is the result of compound interest? This is only one example. Fasten your seatbelts. Go to Acts chapter 2. <laughs> Come on. Acts chapter 2. Uh, and, and Pastor Randy, I don't know if you're watching this, you just came up in my spirit right now. Get ready for this, my dear brother and friend, cuz you're ready, you're about ready to take off. In this realm of the Spirit. In an activity that you've never experienced before. You've seen it in the Spirit. You've read it in the Word of God. But you've not yet experienced it. Get ready for a launching. Come on. A, 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 I, I see you as a rocket on a launching pad. And that the, the, the motor has been set. The igniting of that fuel to launch that, that rocket in, into outer space. Get ready, brother. God's going to launch you into the realm of the Spirit. In a place you've never been before. At such an accelerated rate, Mashaka, you're going to have to write down these things. Write down those experiences so uh, you'll, you'll retain them. All right. And, and installment and investment. What is the result of compound interest? Acts 2. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. I don't know what place you're in, but I know right now that I'm in the right place. There's activity in my soul that's not where it needs to be yet. Amen. God's perfecting that. But I know right now I'm in the right place. And the Bible says, and then suddenly. How many of you love suddenly? It's when God does a suddenly in your life. Hallelujah. There came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind. And it filled the house. Watch this. I I read this differently today. It filled the house. Come on! God has filled His house. Oh my God! He's filled His ecclesia. He's filled His church. Where they were sitting, and there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of a fire, and have sat upon each one of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and began to speak with other tongues, as the Spirit gave them utterance. There was an investment. From God Himself. God took a little bit of Himself and He put it in the life of those who would believe. And in your born again experience, you become the recipient of this investment that what God has invested Himself into you, you now can invest in the lives of others as somebody watching this stream. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Oh, yeah, they're over there speaking in tongues. That's right. Or they're speaking in, in, in funny languages. That's right. God did it for a purpose. God in, God invested that gift of glaskelia. Into the life of every believer for a purpose. It's his investment. Into our lives. As his sons and daughters. That we would begin to communicate with God with languages that we didn't understand. But yet the Holy Ghost will give the interpretation. That's God's investment into your lives, saints. My God. Utterances. Spiritual languages. God's investment. And the Bible says, he who speaks in an unknown tongue speaks not unto man. But unto God. (laughs) Unto God. What an investment, what a jubilation, what an excitement that God gives you His languages to speak not only to Him, but to others. And in those languages that we don't understand, the individual that you're investing into the lives will become the recipient and understand what is in that word. I've been at a conference, uh, many conferences, and they have uh, uh, an individual come up and speak in a language, and they'll have nationals uh, from all over nations. And they're sitting in their sections. And they've got the translators in there. And all of a sudden, a prophetic word will come out of the mouth of an individual. A prophecy. And the, and the translators don't even have to translate it. Because the individuals there with a different language can hear that spiritual language. And the Spirit of God will interpret it to them in their own language. As somebody watching the stream. Kiarabakar. <laughs> And I know there's a lot of controversy on tongues, and even now that word gone out, they say, as you're speaking to God, but you're speaking to a congregation, there must follow an interpretation. I get it. I understand. But I'm not talking to you, I'm talking to my Heavenly Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The investment from the heart of the father out of the mouth of his servant Joel brought about one of the greatest results of compound interest in the life of his beloved. That investment birthed the early church and the results results speak for themselves. So we turn to you today asking, what are you willing to invest back into the kingdom of God? expecting return in a measure that you will not be able to measure. What do you recognize right now, tonight? What do you recognize of what God invested into your lives, saints? Are you functioning, operating by the Spirit of God with the gifts of God? That's His investment into you. What are you going to do with it? Those of you who, who sit and ask God to to give you the gift of prophecy, it's already there. Those of you who, who's been asking God to give you the gift of tongues, it's already there. Those of you who have been asking God, give you a word of knowledge, it's already there. Those of you who've been asking God to give you, fill you with wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, it's all there. God, those of you who are asking God to to give you the gift of discerning of spirit. They're all there. You asking God for the fruits of the spirit. They're all there. They're all there. They've already been invested into your life. Take a hold of them. Recognize it. And begin to function them. Begin to operate in them. That's God's investment for a time is such as this. Oh my God, somebody. My God, somebody. He Those of you who have been, been praying for for those who have been afflicted with this COVID thing or any other sickness or any other disease, any other infirmity. Those of you who have been praying for those who have been hit with uh, thoughts of suicide, oppression, depression. Come on, God invested into you, Himself, that you would be able to go to them and pray into their lives and see the results of those prayers. That investment come to pass. Yes. My God, get me crazy tonight. Ken how often are we quick to run out of our home, our Jerusalem, and look for somebody else when we, uh, when there's a need in our own home? How often do we run to somebody else? I'm going to get in trouble. How many times do we run for somebody else when we're afflicted with the sickness or disease and we want them to pray for them? And yet we know that through this word God has invested himself into our own lives to where We can pray for ourselves. Amen. That's part of this book on uh, consecration and intimacy with our Lord. To know how to pray for yourself. Because he's expecting a compound interest of what he'd invested in you to do exactly what his word says you can do and should do in Jesus' mighty name. O-Ramika. O-Rabaka Will you invest a prophetic word into the life or circumstance expecting it to return with compound interest? Come on, questions here tonight. Will you invest in an act towards someone with the supernatural gift of faith in you expecting it to return with compound interest? Thumbs up, please. Will you invest to believe God? Will you invest to believe God's word so that miracles signs and wonders will follow you expecting it to return with compound interest? Will you invest in speaking a word of knowledge into someone or a situation as you are directed by the Holy Spirit that lives in you, expecting it to return with compound interest? Do some homework. Simple interest. Compound interest. Do some homework and revisit this, this stream and listen to what the Spirit of God is saying to us tonight. His, ah, uh, his investment. And, and, and when I'm saying his investment, I'm saying he himself, God, the uncreated one, God Almighty has invested, he's taken up. Piece of himself and has invested in the life of every born-again spirit-filled Christian, everyone whom he calls sons and daughters. Will you invest in declaring God's word into your own lives, expecting that investment, returning with compound interest and in what you've invested it in? Saints tonight, this message is about you. This oh, brava, this is about you. And what God, the uncreated one, the Elohim, the great El Yon, the great I am, has invested into you with simple interest so that it would return in compound interest. Come on, think think about it. Meditate on it. Allow Holy Spirit to enrich you with greater understanding in what He invested first in His only begotten Son, the one who saved you, the one who redeemed you. Come on, the one who who took you out of darkness and placed you into His marvelous life? What an investment. Come on, what an investment. I come to know, not, not only do I believe, but I come to know that a shakening has taken place. Everything that can be shaken has been shaken, is being shaken. And I believe to know that God has sounded a sound so clear. There's a a sound passing through the corridors of time into the atmosphere right now. Drawing those who have an ear to that sound. To hear what God is saying to His ecclesia, His church, you and I as the sons and daughters. We're in this year of 2021 and we come with great expectations. We're seeing the development of what God invested in the Genesis Uproom Church ministry and the lives of his people. We're seeing the acceleration of development in their lives, the maturing, the ability, uh, God's ability in them to develop a, a mature spirit, to function and operate as Jesus functioned and operated on this earth. There's an incredible acceleration of development in the area of deliverance and salvation in our souls. God is pacing us according to what we can take and bring us into a place of fulfillment, a place of, of development that only He can do in us and through us when we submit unto Him, when we surrender unto Him, saints. Is somebody watching this stream... The call, the cry uh, of revival, revival, revival throughout the land, revival throughout the nations. We're in revival, saints. Come on, let's wake up, smell the coffee. We are in revival. We've been in revival since the day we were born, became born again. God was reviving your spirit. He was renewing your spirit. He's bringing you to a place of development to come to know him as He's to be known. You are in a process, I'm in a process of redeveloping, of maturing. Everything's increasing at an accelerated rate. And I want to encourage you, pastors, if you're watching this stream, those of you who are under another church or another ministry, get this to the past, get this to your pastors. Don't give up. Do not give up in this season of development, in this season. Development of acceleration. The Bible says, because God is for you, who can't be against you? <clears throat> and although things are changing, things are developed, maybe some doors have been closed. I'm telling you, as those doors have been closed, God will reopen new doors for your ministry, for your life. God is not done doing what He's come to do. In Jesus' mighty name. Baki. So tonight we stand here in the confidence and the reassurance of the investment put into this vessel. That I would speak to you in the, in, in the development of this word. To speak to you in this gift was invested. To speak as a seer prophet and to prophesy into your lives tonight in Jesus mighty name. We are well on a great adventure in this decade of 2021 and adventure into a place of consecration where God, if you allow Him, will get a hold of you in your spirit man and allow Him to gain access to your soul, your will, your mind, and your emotions and bring you to the place of complete deliverance where all those wounds that you've experienced growing up, where the assaults taken place, where the traumas have taken place. If you allow Him in, God will take you to place... Excuse me. And he will eliminate them. He will remove them. He will heal the wounds and bring you to a place of stability and great confidence that no matter what comes at you. Hallelujah. Your face would be as a flint. And those things would be reflected off you. Those things sent to harm you will not have their effect in Jesus' mighty name. (coughs) Hallelujah. Mm. Amen. I, I feel the Holy Ghost. I sense the Holy Spirit in this this message and in the stream right now. And I can see the spirit of God moving upon those of you that are watching right now. Those of you who have been committed to the the mission of the Holy Spirit here at Genesis Upchurch. Many of you watching right now you you You've experienced the investment, the prophetic word spoken in your life, where God spoke to you those things that were so private that no man could speak those to you unless the Spirit of God would reveal it to them. And now you stand in this—oh my God! You stand in this place, Maraca, of deliverance, of exaltation. Uh, 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 now uh, investing what God invested in your life, and you're now investing in the lives of others. So I prophesy to you by the Spirit of God this word. Sheikah. I'm going to ask you, we do this often. Those of you that are on the stream right now, just put down your stuff. Stand up, lift your hands to heaven and begin to pray in that spiritual language. Come on, just give the Lord some time here. Come on. Let, let, let this tonight be a practice of reinvesting back into Him what he's reinvest, what He's invested into you. Come on. It's okay. Those of you in the sanctuary here right now, just lift your hands to heaven and begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Those of you who know how to worship the Lord in a song, invest it unto Him right now. Those of you who know how to prophesy, if a prophecy is in you, just release it out of your mouth. Reinvest it back into into the kingdom of God right now. Those of you who have, know how to if you've prayed for others and there's a an, uh, situation or an issue in your body right now begin to pray uh, invest into your body what God has invested into you. Jesus. Jesus. it's okay. We're going to stay here just a little bit. It's okay. God's every intention for us to, to be active in this, to grasp. Take a reality of investment purposes. Kingdom practice. Here, gaining, here you go, gaining access unto the throne room of God by what you're investing back into the kingdom of God. Oh, yeah, there's a sure word. There's a sure word. And again, the language is not unto you streaming. This language is to the Father. I don't have the access, or I'm not taking uh, the responsibility to have to, to interpret the, the tongue. This is to my Heavenly Father. What you're speaking right now to your Heavenly Father it doesn't need an interpretation to those that are listening. This word going forth. I see the handout of God in somebody's chest. You're watching right now, you feel pressure on your chest a heaviness on your chest, it's coming from the inside, and you feel a lot of discomfort right now, release that tongue, release a prayer, whatever it is, release it right now, and you'll see uh, the manifestation of God's uh, glory upon your chest, uh, removing that, that discomfort in Jesus' mighty name. that assignment of depression upon your mind is being destroyed right now oppression is being destroyed right now I see fiery darts the thoughts of suicide the Lord taking those, those arrows right now and breaking them in half and, and, and um, sending them uh, in, into eternity Somebody you've put it, you've been physically invested money into a piece of property and it's been stagnant, it's been on hold. Right now God's lifting that hold. You're going to step into the, uh, the position of becoming the owner of that property in Jesus' mighty name. Investment, investment, investment. Let it resonate in your spirit. Makara rabaka. Investment. Investment. Mahyarabashikaka. God's kingdom's investment. Shekabapa Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Alright. Alright. The breath of God. The breath of God. There's, there's a viewer right now, somebody on this stream. You are planning to take a trip to New York by plane. And you've been asking God, is it okay? And God's telling me to tell you, He's given you the okay. Do not, do not let fear to come into your mind based on the activity of this virus. For the Lord was saying to thee, my, my beloved, because you asked of me, I made a way where there didn't seem to be a way. Therefore, do not let the reservations, the works of doubt and unbelief hinder you prevent you from advancing in this opportunity. This truly is one of my many investments that I have invested into your life says God. Therefore consider the opportunity as an opportunity given to you by me says God. I put that in your mind. I gave you that thought and I would not send you out on an expedition such as this and not back you up with all of heaven. Therefore take my word move in action Find thy flight. Look forward to your destination. And know that even before you get there, I will be there to meet you face to face, says the Spirit of the living God. Alright. I'm going to release, I'm being inspired right now to move on this prophecy. To speak it into the atmosphere as God's investment He first invested it into me, now I'm reinvesting it back into the atmosphere, back into his kingdom, and for his kingdom purpose, all right? And I'm going to see the, oh God, I will witness the compound interest, as in this release. All right, here it is. Tonight, my beloved, I ask you to come boldly to my throne room of grace and consider what I am offering you. It is a compelling word, a prophetic word, a word that produces life to those who have an ear to hear. Its purpose is to give you understanding of my investment into your lives to advance you in kingdom productivity. You've been called by me, and you have been chosen to be my investors in the earth to invest back into my kingdom and my kingdom people, giving them access to gain kingdom wealth and kingdom prosperity. Whoo! I am directing you in this concept to understand your your ability to invest. It is important to understand the skill that I have given you to invest into my kingdom That it's not founded on man's concepts. For my approach is not the natural. My approach comes from the supernatural. For I am a supernatural God. Consider all things, everything that I am representing, all that I am as the great I am, says the Lord. Hey, somebody, I'm throwing this at you again. Pastors, don't give up. Those of you that are watching, don't give up in your investments. Come on. Come on. For the Lord would say, For my labors of love, I call you out from amongst a generation of people who designed the functions of this world, not designed by my kingdom. For this purpose, I've separated you to myself. Invested my son as my word and my spirit that brings life into your lives. By this I give you the ability, listen to what God says my God saints. This is that investment property. I have given you the ability to operate and function with kingdom purpose with a divine source, a divine source, a supernatural source. Even when you did not know me. I knew of you. Singing you out. And in the development of creating you in your mother's womb. I've given you skills and talents that can be applied in this area of investment. I called you to be one of my very own. A son. A daughter. To live with kingdom prosperity. To walk in the fullness of my experience as my son Jesus. I've made you to be heir H-E-I-R of mine and a joint heir with my only begotten son to take possession to take possession of all that heaven has to offer from this concept the investment was given with the expectancy that it would be returned to me with compound interest far greater than its first investment says the Lord my existing ecclesia you as my beloved bride have entered, oh somebody, have entered into this year of accelerated development with purpose, with the investment from everything I have placed in your spirit, man, and in everything that I have placed into your hands. As this word is being released, there is an unction, a stirring up within you by my Holy Spirit, prompting you, my God, prompting you to act out, to step into into for this advancement of what I have invested into your lives. As this year continues, you will see my progression in you for a greater desire to understand kingdom life and kingdom living founded upon the life of my son. This advancement will continue The advancement will continue as long as you advance and continue to invest in your own lives through the study of my word, sessions of intercession, and certainly times of intimacy to be alone with me, says the Lord. Preparation is now taking place. I am about to release an anointing that will come upon you and project you into advanced opportunities for investments into my kingdom. I will will visit you in the early mornings, the early hours. You will find me visiting you in your dreams. You will gain understanding from visions that I will give you. I will speak to you with clarity and you will know it is my voice that is inspiring you to excel, to advance in the supernatural. There is no limit in what you can do for my kingdom because there is no limit in me, says God. Simply ask me. Seek me out. Knock at the door of my heart and I will answer, says the Spirit of the living God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Has somebody received this tonight? Come on. Has, has somebody received this word tonight? This is a teaching. This is a lesson. This, we're in the Holy Spirit school. We're not in elementary school. We're not in junior high. We're not in high school. We're, not in, we're in the university of the Holy Spirit of God right now. Amen. God is equipping you for something so great. So great in 2021, but you're gonna to have to say, "I know what he's calling me to. I, I've got it." Prophetess Levi, we got the vision. Hallelujah, because we asked, we sought him out, and we knocked on the door of his heart. Amen. It's available to you. Say every one of you that are streaming right, this is available to you. Amen. Amen. All right, so we're gonna wrap this up for tonight. Oops. But I want to go back and, and uh, reiterate what's taking place on this Tuesday, January 26th at 7pm with John and Joe Close. We go on to our Genesis YouTube and there they will be answering questions to the Zoom meeting that we had last week on the topics that John was speaking about. Also, Deborah Institute joined their team for a three-month session on living a life of devotion On Saturday, it's going to begin Saturday, February 20th at 10 p.m. Again, uh, the availability of this book, they're going to be teaching out of Consecration and Intimacy with Our Lord by Pastor Monica Vernable. Amen. Get this book, Amazon.com. It will, I'll tell you, it'll wreck you. But it will (laughs) restore you. Amen. Hallelujah. So again, and also stay up to date. Go to Deborah Institute Facebook to see what's going on with them and, and also with um, Oasis, alright? And we don't want to close this, this, op- this time without giving you the opportunity to sow into the ministry uh, of the Holy Spirit here, Genesis Upper Room. As Genesis Upper Room Church, as this ministry, as this release, this stream has been a blessing to you, we ask you to consider, get a loan. What are you ready to financially invest back into the kingdom of God? What is asking you to do this for this particular stream? Next week, we're going to be talking about first fruits and how they will benefit you, uh, giving your first fruit, what God has given back to you, however He's invested into your life, to give it back to Him. We'll talk a little bit about that as well. But tonight, uh, as you're considering uh, this uh, this word as an investment in your life, uh, consider what God is asking you to invest back into the scoffers of God here. And you know, I just, I'm just being prompted right now. sheka Some of you may be looking for a ministry to participate. We'd love for you to partner with us. If you'd like to do that, you can go to EncounterGenesis.com. There's information in there so you can partner with us. Also, uh, we encourage you to Send us your prayer requests. We do this every week. We want to pray for your needs, the things that you're asking God to do. We stand on Matthew 18, 19, when two or more agree is touching any one thing on earth that shall be done for them by their Father, which is him. We want to pray with you. We want to agree with you with what you're asking God to do for you in your lives. But I, I need just a few minutes here. A few more minutes before we close. Some of you are watching. You may feel like you're in a place where you shouldn't be right now. And you know that God has invested his, his life, his spirit and his word into you. And somehow, someway the enemy has got you, got you put a hook in your jaw and has pulled you away from the kingdom of God. And the, Lord, the word the Lord has given me right now is a word surrender. If you will just right now surrender yourself. Sur- come on, say, surrender yourself unto God and what he's invested into you. He will come back with a return so great for your life. So I'm going to ask you to pray this prayer with me. And those of you may be watching for the first time, you don't have a relationship with the Father of Glory, and you've had a bad experience in church, and you just have, have come onto different uh, different actions uh, from Christians, so-called Christians that uh, have, have decided, no, I don't want to. I don't want to be part of, of of what God is offering. But tonight, God's ready to invest something into you right now. If you've never been born again. Or those of you who are in a backslidden state. He's ready right now to invest into your life. His unconditional love. Just through a simple word of confession. You release this out of your mouth. Invest it into the hands of God Almighty. And He'll reinvest Himself back into you. In Jesus' mighty name. Alright? You're watching this stream. Those of you that are here in the sanctuary. I ask you to come into agreement with me. Just pray this prayer. Father. We know your word does not return empty or void to you. And it goes forth to accomplish the very thing that you sent it to do. Those things that please you. We see that investment in the life of your son. You sent him, he came. He returned back unto you as the word. Fulfilling what you invested in him to do. In the life of humanity. I ask you. Jesus. Forgive me of all my sins. Father. Receive me. As one of your sons and daughters. I ask you now. Invest into me. I surrender my heart. I surrender my soul. I surrender my body body as an investment into your kingdom, kingdom. asking you to reinvest reinvest into my life life, that which you've promised promised from your word. word. I receive you now into my heart, heart, knowing that as you've heard this prayer, prayer, I am now born again, again, spirit again. spirit filled. The Reconciliation with a new life in repentance is now in your hands. Do in me what you know how to do. And I thank you for your reinvestment into my life. In Jesus' mighty name.